So my grandmother's motto was better to light a candle than curse the darkness. And her husband, my grandfather, he had a motto also, which was, if you're not having fun, you're not doing it right. And so I see in the Playful podcast, I see in my firm Impactful, and I see in my dedication, my grateful dedication to work of service that I have been heavily influenced by by those two people and those two mottos. And really, the Playful Podcast, I think, is the ultimate expression of those two things. You're listening to The Playful Podcast with Christine Mitchie. Let's jump right in. Hey, all. It's Christine here. Welcome back to The Playful Podcast. Today's episode is a short one, and it's just me talking to you. And I'm going to be talking about someone who I would dream to have on the Playful Podcast. But alas, she has passed away. And it's my dear grandmother, Eileen Murphy. But I'm holding up the book that I have in my hands right now, which is a published compilation of letters to the editor that my grandmother had printed in the Los Angeles Times over many years. My family got this book produced for her when she was 75. You'll hear more about that on the episode. She went on to live almost 25 more years. She died just one week before her 100th birthday, and she was an activist that entire time. So I want to read this letter from October 29th, 1989. There is a saying, it's better to light a candle than complain about the darkness. This makes a lot of sense to me, especially when we have homeless people in our midst. In the mail the other day, I received some information about the organization Habitat for Humanity. This is an organization that has the active support of former President Jimmy Carter and his wife, Rosalind, and to which we can all donate money and our time to personally help in the construction of homes for the homeless. The same day I read in the paper that the organization is going to build houses for the poor in Santa Ana. And so, P.S., Santa Ana and where she lived, Huntington Beach, are neighboring communities in Southern California. Back to her letter. Here's our chance to light that candle. To help, contact... And then she puts the address for Habitat for Humanity International in Georgia. And she finishes by saying, I can't drive a nail straight, but I'm buying a pair of gloves and am waiting right in to do whatever is needed. Eileen Murphy, Huntington Beach. And this brings tears to my eyes. That was her expression my entire life. It's better light a candle than curse the darkness. And if you listen to the episode, you'll hear about the dueling not dual, D-U-E-L, but dual, D-U-A-L, right alongside each other, the dual mottos of my grandmother and grandfather that created a legacy for my life, created the reason for this playful podcast of which you are now a part. And I'm so grateful to have you listening and to be able to share with you a little bit about my origin story and these two wonderful people and these two wonderful mottos. Thanks for listening. Hey, everybody. I am going to share with you something personal today. And I finally remembered to bring this book with me to the office to do this recording. So this book, The Lighted Candle, is a compilation of letters to the editor that my grandmother wrote in response to articles that appeared in the Los Angeles Times over many decades. Her name was Eileen Murphy. And that's my middle name, Eileen. She went back to school to finish her bachelor's degree when she was 75. She had left UCLA to marry my grandfather 
and went back decades later and finished her degree. She lived in Huntington Beach, which is a beach community in Southern California. And she would take the bus to Long Beach, which was about 45 minutes away with traffic and was in school with students many, many years and decades younger than her, finished up her degree. And when she did, as a gift to her from all of us, we had gone to the Los Angeles Times. Now, back in the day, this is in the early 90s, there was a thing called microfiche and basically archived print articles, magazines and newspaper print articles were saved in this kind of X-ray film called microfiche or microfiche fish probably. (laughs) I'm not really sure. And you would go and you would check them out. And you might have seen this in movies, perhaps. And if you're old enough, you know what I'm talking about. But you would put this film in this machine and you watch through a viewfinder and you would roll it along and look for things that you were looking for in college. You could do research this way as well. So we went back and we found the articles that she at that time had had published. And she was prolific. When I was a little girl, she had a typewriter in the back bedroom that was always set up with a piece of paper in it. So, you know, when she read the paper in the morning and she had a reaction to something, she would, she would dash back there and type up a letter. And a lot of people write letters, even still today, she was very prolific in writing, but she was also very successful in getting them published. So she had many of them published. In fact, this was when she was 75. She lived another 25 years, almost. She lived until one week before her hundredth birthday. And we think one of the reasons for her longevity was her activism. So we called this book A Lighted Candle because her motto was, it is better to light a candle than curse the darkness. And I I believe the same. And that's why I'm lucky enough to work in the change sector and, and set out to do that and have done that for three decades. I also would tell you that it's very common in my family. There are lots of change makers in my family, just my brother and sister alone. My sister is a therapist with a very vibrant practice in marriage and family therapy with a specialization in working with young people who are transitioning. And my brother is a high school teacher and has started a humanities conservatory at his high school. And at the moment, girls from his class are teaching over Zoom, girls in Afghanistan in sort of underground schools and in schools where the Taliban is sort of looking the other way, and these girls are getting to get at least an hour or so of education a week. My brother's doing that out of a high school in Southern California. So my grandmother's motto was better to light a candle than curse the darkness. And her husband, my grandfather, he had a motto also, which was, if you're not having fun, you're not doing it right. And so I see in the Playful podcast, I see in my firm Impactful, And I see in my dedication, my grateful dedication to work of service, that I have been heavily influenced by by those two people and those two mottos. And really, the Playful Podcast, I think, is the ultimate expression of those two things. If you're not having fun, you're not doing it right. And my grandmother, do something, right? Don't curse the darkness. Do something. Light a candle. Get busy. And so I really appreciate you listening and watching and being part of this continued legacy. I'm so grateful to have the time to reflect on where these sort of impulses I have to make the world a better place, where they started, where they came from and how they were fed. And as we've talked about on the podcast, when we do the what's the scoop and not only is it a chance to eat ice cream, which of course I love, 
but it's also a chance with the guests to talk about what's the scoop on how they came to care. I've heard already, and if you've listened along, there's a lot of family members that influence other family members, grandparents, parents, et cetera, and then other caring adults who shown the way along the way for a lot of the change makers we talked to on Playful Podcast. So thanks again. Glad I got to share this with you and thanks for listening. Stay tuned for Double Scoop, two delicious insights from today's episode. All right, Playful Podcast, here is the Double Scoop from today's episode, which is two delicious takeaways from my conversation about my grandmother and my grandfather. And number one, I think it's great to have a motto. A motto, it's also great to have a mantra, but in this case, a motto. And the fact that when I think back about my grandmother and also my grandfather, I think of course lots of memories of, of them and time with them and time spent, but I, I think about their kind of centering core posture and focus as demonstrated by their motto. So lighting a candle rather than cursing the darkness and having fun. So that's what have a motto. That's a fun thing to think about. What's your motto? Number two, which begs the question, what is my motto? So stay tuned for that. I can't just borrow theirs, I don't think. <laughs> right? And then number two, oh my goodness, keep correspondence from your loved ones. You know, there's not that much written correspondence anymore, not much handwritten correspondence. If you get some, save those precious things. And then also, I have even printed out texts that I've gotten on my phone. I've sent them to my printer to print out. Save these special little snippets from people in your life who have corresponded with you. It's all so digital and it seems to disappear so quickly. The fact that we could retrieve those letters that my grandmother had written and put them in a book and then share it as a gift and have it now, these almost 30 years later, how precious is that? So those are my two double scoops or my two scoops to make a double scoop. And once again, thanks for being a part of the Playful family. So folks, that is a wrap on season one of the Playful podcast. I am so glad you've been a part of the fun. If you haven't had a chance to listen to all the episodes, I encourage you to dive back into the library and enjoy. We spoke to folks from PayPal, from the White House. We had international guests from Costa Rica, Burundi, folks working in Turkey and South Sudan. It was just fantastic. We ate a bunch of ice cream and I still haven't had my fill. So speaking of that, season two is coming up. We have already lined up so many great change makers. We've got guests from Google.org, from foundation executive seats, from a CEO of a major corporation. We've got someone from Ben and Jerry's and Dr. Stuart Brown, who is the world's premier play researcher and has been doing this work for 60 years. And we spent time in his treehouse office, and that will be a kickoff to season two. So thanks for joining. And I want to give a shout out to Persona Media, Playful Podcast production team, which has been amazing to work with and will be queuing us up for a great season two. Thank you for listening to The Playful Podcast with Christine Mitchie. You can find Christine on LinkedIn or learn more about her work with changemakers worldwide at impactfulinc.com. 
That's impactful with two L's, I-N-C.com. And you can find all episodes of the Playful Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcast content. See you next time.